Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Anna. And this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast. Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family. We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Hey everyone, we're here today with Sarah Trainer. So Sarah, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Hi everybody. Um, well, I work at Manchester Christian Church. I'm the worship leader at the Bedford Outpost. Um, I've been leading worship for a little over 15 years. Um, I've been on worship teams for over 20 years. Um, and so, and I know that's the topic that we're going to be discussing today is worship. And so I'm really excited to be here and to be talking about that with you guys. So from the very beginning, what is worship? Um, Wow, I mean that's, there's a lot to unpack there. There have been books and books and books um, written about about worship, what what it is, and so I want to try to narrow Mm -hmm. that down a bit for you guys and and over the years, like what I've come to kind of, what I hold on to um, Mm -hmm. for what worship is and what kind of helps me. Um, Matt Redman is a, a worship leader that I really admire and he always talked about worship um, in terms of revelation and response and so revelation being like the recognition of who God is like so part of worship is um, recognizing his authority over and who he is his greatness everything about him like being able to recognize that and realize that and how we respond to that um, whether it be through musical worship or like just in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like the pursuit of, you know, like a, a lifelong pursuit really mm-hmm. of um, living that response out. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think about like what the response is, I think about love the Lord your God with all your heart mm-hmm. and love your neighbor as yourself. And, and really, it takes a, a lifetime to unpack that and to live that out and to figure out what exactly that means. Like, what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all your heart? Um, being the first and greatest commandment, what does that look like? And, and then, of course, love your neighbor as yourself, like walking in obedience to him um, as he has your devotion and um, as he is the authority in our lives. So, yeah, I think of it in terms of revelation and response. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to be seeking out that revelation um, to because really that's like getting to know him um, and not just getting to know about him, but getting to know him in a, an intimate way. So, um, yeah, to me, like I kind of like narrow it down to those two things. And, of course, you can expound upon that um, forever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I go to first yeah and you kind of mentioned you know the revelation and getting to know God can't like whether you're in the church or not are there other reasons for us to worship um, like what is another reason why we would worship well I think we were created to worship mm-hmm. and we're we're doing it whether we know it or not. (laughs) And so the decision is like, who or what are we going to be worshiping? Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, back in the day, it was really common to worship an image, an idol, mm -hmm. um, a thing, a person even. And it's funny because like sociologists even talk about right now, like Western civilization, like we've kind of, we've changed that to be more about like we worship, and these aren't even like Christian sociologists, um, talk about like we tend to worship like people more than than an idol or a thing, an object. An, an, an mm -hmm. object. Um, whether it's you know a celebrity or like a sports mm -hmm. team but really um, at the end of the day like the, the the primary person that we worship most is ourselves mm -hmm. because we we put our truth um in the highest authority in the highest yeah. regard um we tend to do that i mean what, mm -hmm. what do we all say like i know my truth mm -hmm. <laughs> um and and when we walk out our experience our experiences in life um, we tend to go to how we think about something or how we think something should be or how we think someone should act instead of like looking to the word and, and as I'm walking through this experience what does the Lord think about this experience what does the Lord think about this person who wronged me or maybe even who I wronged um, so yeah we're always we're always worshiping something and, and we have we have a choice as to like who who it is that we're worshiping at any mm -hmm. moment, who are we giving that authority to? Who are we giving our devotion to? Mm -hmm. I think the thing that's standing out to me the most right now is that when we think of worship, at least in church culture, we so often just think of singing, mm -hmm. and there's so much more to it than that. Even just your descriptions of where are we putting the just the priority of authority mm -hmm. of like. Is it all about what I feel, what I think, what I believe, or about the celebrity, what they think, or what they say I should do, or are we really valuing God first and foremost? Yeah, yeah I haven't spoken much about <laughs> the musical aspect of it. Yeah, but that's significant. It, yeah, I, yeah, I guess um, I, that's not the first place I go mentally mm. when talking about worship. Although, I will say that time of worship, like, in the congregation with people, that time of unity as we're lifting up the name of the Lord in worship is super powerful and mm -hmm. super important, and it's something that we're going to be doing for eternity. So yeah. it's kind of like when you when you're doing it and it's like your your heart is really in it, like you kind of like get a glimpse of eternity, mm -hmm. which is really powerful. So I definitely don't want to neglect that. <laughs> it's super powerful and super important, I believe, in in the life of a Christian. Yeah. So how can a family worship together? Family worship together. Okay. So I don't think I can talk about that without talking about um, like someone has to be the worship leader mm -hmm. in the family. Mm -hmm. And that's not the kids. Yeah. <laughs> the worship leader is you yeah. in the family. Um, and so when I think about myself as a worship leader, um, when I'm leading the con congregation, I, I firmly believe that I can't take, it's really hard to take people somewhere that I've never been before. Mm -hmm. And so if, if I'm trying to lead people in worship, if I'm trying to lead people to um, like the throne room of the king, mm -hmm. 
and I've never been there before, it's really hard to, to, to do that in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that authentic, that's a, that's a really important word too, and I'll mm-hmm. get to that. Um, so, so as parents, it's really important that we know how to worship first before we try to teach our kids how to worship. And like, that's like step number one, like how let's, let's train ourselves to, to be really good worshipers, um, to place the Lord in, in that authoritative place, to give him our devotion because our kids are going to see that. They're going to recognize that um, first and foremost, and especially as they grow up to be teenagers, Mm -hmm. they're going to recognize like whether or not like you are being authentic in your worship. Like when I was in um, high school and I was in youth group, a bunch of my friends would talk about how their parents were hypocrites. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever experienced that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I grew up in a Christian home. my father was a worship leader and so when my friends started talking about that like I kind of looked at them funny like yeah I don't really know what you mean your your parents are hypocrites or like you have a hard time following Jesus because like like adult grown-ups are hypocrites I'm like I don't what do you what do you mean by that I don't get it and um you know just come to find out their parents were going to church and then going home and not not living out mm-hmm. what they were claiming that they believed when they went to church. And um, I think especially teenagers can sniff that out mm-hmm. really easily. And you know what? Teenagers love calling that out yeah. <laughs> in grown-ups. They love to do it, the hypocrisy. And so um, if, like, if, as parents, that we, we have to be authentic in our worship. And mm-hmm. it, it's got to be real if you want to to lead your kids in worship Mm -hmm. um so that that's point number one Mm -hmm. (laughs) um what was the question how can a family worship together um yeah so step one is you're the worship leader Mm -hmm. get really good at worship yourself um and then number two uh do do the stuff Mm -hmm. do the stuff with them do um, create time and space of devotion to the Lord. Um, if that's a Sunday, that Sunday was always the day for my family, and it is the day for my family. Um, like one day out of the week, particularly, like to um, we go to church, we worship together, we worship with fellow believers. This is this is part of our devotion. It's not like doing it out of religious duty it's like out of our devotion and love for the lord and like he he deserves this and you know what this is what he wants for us mm-hmm. because it's good it's good stuff um and so and so being having that consistency um as a family is really important because like your your relationship with the lord and your devotion to him is consistent and then like providing consistent Practices, okay. consistent practices um, on a daily or weekly basis mm-hmm. um, is really helpful. So it's kind of like head and heart. Like you're, it's not a religious thing. It's it's a devotional thing. Mm-hmm. It's showing devotion to, to who it is that you're placing authority over your lives. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the question? Let me just see if there's anything. 
rest Sabbath, mm -hmm. right? Keeping Sabbath day holy, keeping yeah. day holy. Mm -hmm. Super important. Yeah. And I, I think that we're using that. Mm -hmm. And um, it can be detrimental if we don't. It can be detrimental mm -hmm. to our own faith and to our, our kids. To our own faith. Yep. Yeah. yeah. To the church in America, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. going there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it can be really detrimental to mm -hmm. to, um, to not be doing that as a family. Mm -hmm. yeah. A little bonus question for you: What is uh, your kids and your family's favorite way of worship right now? Like, is there maybe a go-to instrument or like song or dance or anything that they like to do? Mm -hmm. um, we like to listen to Hillsong Young and Free. <laughs> and we do, anytime I put on the family experience, mm -hmm. like they sit and watch, or they'll do, like little Ruben will dance to that, and he really does love, he enjoys that a lot. Um, and then coming, now that we're back, mm -hmm. they like coming, they really do. Um, they love going to Sunday school. Um, and Reuben, of course, there's nothing, not anything for him right now, but mm -hmm. over the past few weeks, my husband has been bringing him, Reuben is two and a half, well, he'll be three in July. Mm -hmm. um, the last two weeks that he's been here, he sat through the whole sermon. Wow. And I was like, shocked. Because mm -hmm. like the first two weeks, like, I mean, I, I come off the stage and and eventually I have to like start walking him around. And like the last two weeks, he just like sat on our laps. I mean, I had to pull out the phone like once to look at pictures, but like it was, I was just like amazed. Like, oh, I think he's getting used to this and he kind of gets what what's happening here. So I don't know, I might be talking too soon about that. <laughs> but I'm just thankful for those last two weeks. I was able to sit and listen and my husband was able to sit and listen. Um, without too many interruptions. So, yeah. Awesome. I think this has given us a lot to think about mm -hmm. in terms of what does worship look like outside of just Sunday mornings and outside of just singing together, that there's so much more to it, um, to just the posture of our hearts and our lives. And mm -hmm. so I hope that that's really encouraging to everyone listening that worship is so all-encompassing mm -hmm. um, in our walks with God and just the way that we live in general. And so, I hope that this has been encouraging to you guys, and thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing all of this with us and giving us so much to think about. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We love your support and feedback, so please subscribe rate and review, and share this podcast with friends and family. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens at outlook.com. See you next time. Oh, oh, oh.